time for the Retirement Roadmap Podcast with registered financial consultant, Glenn Mosseller. It's the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. Walter Storholt alongside Glenn Mosseller, registered financial consultant and the founder and president of Roadmap Financial Consulting with an office in Greensboro on Mirrors Chapel Road. But you can schedule a time to meet with Glenn, not only in person, but you could also meet online wherever you are most comfortable or have a phone conversation to dive into the nitty and gritty of your financial plan. You can do it all and set it up by going to roadmapfinancial.com. That's roadmapfinancial.com. That's also where you can listen to past episodes of the show and find lots of other great resources and information. Roadmapfinancial.com. On today's show, we're going to talk about questionable financial strategies, strategies in air quotes here. Uh, so some of these financial strategies, Glenn, I'm sure people come to you with, uh, they are, may already be engaged in, they're thinking about doing it, and you kind of have to navigate them through why these are questionable strategies, where the flaws are, and why these may present some situations that we want to avoid when it comes to financial and retirement planning. So I'm interested in your thoughts on these different approaches because they are more common than you would think even though they're in that questionable strategy category. Uh, First one on the list would be timing the market. I feel like everybody in their core wants to do this, right? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, there's there's a tendency for folks to want to maybe try to do that, particularly a lot of of do-it-yourselfers and that kind of thing. And, you know, and that's that's a dangerous thing now. Because, you know, the markets, I mean, take a look at what's what's happened. You know, we're we're sitting here the first part of July in 2020. And, you know, as everything kind of ramped up, you know, prior to the coronavirus, you know, everything we, you know, we were, you know, at the highest highs, you know, and then obviously, you know, things completely fell out of, you know, just, just you know, was things were just crashing. And then there's been a significant bounce back, right? And a lot of folks who were trying to do timing of that, you know, there might have been some folks that did well, but there's probably quite a few folks that, um, Maybe they, you know, they they ended up, you know, in, in situations where it, it may be very difficult, if not impossible, to recover from some, you know, moves that they made, and so it's, you know, it's it's a it's a high risk game to try to time things. Now, you know, that being said, I mean, you know, that that doesn't necessarily mean that you, you, that there are not different, you know, strategies for different times in life, and that there are some strategies that are that are less volatile, and they, you know, they that can be tactical in nature. The professional money managers, you know, are going to position money in, in different ways, you know, with different market conditions. You know, that's that's something, you know, that's that's altogether different. You know, it, it's kind of a, you know, a nebulous term when you say timing the market. Well, you know, in the, in its truest sense, trying to pick tops and pick bottoms is there's there's not there's not many folks that that have had you know long term track records of being able to do that. But there is there are ways to position yourself, you know, depending upon your, you know, your, you know, how old you are and how close you are to retirement and or when you might be needing some money that you have, you know, positioned in the markets, you know, and what are the strategies that are being deployed with those with those with those funds? I mean, is it something that you're doing yourself or do you have professional money managers in place? And if you have, you know, and if you have professional money managers in place, you know, what is their strategy? What are they what are they doing? Are they are they buying and holding through thick and thin no matter what happens? Or are there are there some you know some some adjustments that are made when when market conditions change? Those are big questions, and you know it all falls in that same you know that same you know area about well, what do I do when right? And so you know you got to be real careful about timing the market, but that doesn't mean that you just you know you just bury your head and say well I guess I'm just going to hold on no matter what and I'm never going to change my strategy you know and and th- and that tends to be the comparison is is like you have you know this extreme or that extreme, and again there might be some things that we may need to um, 
explore and, and, and talk about, you know, that might be, you know, in the middle ground of that question. Yeah, that's a great point. Timing the market, definitely something that, I don't know, it, it's that uh, that rush of uh, dopamine, um, you know, you're getting that hit of dopamine, I think, when you try and do those kinds of things. Same thing as playing the lottery or, uh, you know, just trying to, uh, I don't know, gamble, just trying to make that right pick or, or time it just right. Something that a lot of people enjoy trying to do, but very, very few do it correctly. And when they do, it's usually by accident or luck. Picking the right stocks would be another questionable financial strategy that I think we could throw into this mix, Glenn, for many of the same reasons as timing the market, but this is a little bit different category. It is a little different category, although it's in the same, you know, thought process in the same vein, right? I mean, it again, it depends on who you are and what are your what are your goals, right? Um, you know, there, you know, if you're truly, truly, truly a long-term investor, particularly with a particular amount of money that you have in a particular account, and you and you don't need that money for you know for uh, you know for income or you know for for any other other thing that maybe you're planning to you know to pass it on maybe to your kids or grandkids and you're trying to you know maybe you know you know build a legacy and that kind of thing. Well, then then you know that may lead you a little bit in that direction with with maybe a portion of your money. But there, you know, the the vast majority of people that I meet with and, and talk to, you know, are, are in a different scenario. I mean, there most of the people that I talk to, you know, have saved money in, you know, in investment types of accounts or retirement types of accounts that are in investments. They may be 401ks, IRAs, 403bs, and those kinds of things. And they've been saving that money in those accounts for their retirement with the idea that, you know, once they get to the retirement years, they're going to, you know, transition and have that money be, you know, their source of income. In other words, you know, they're kind of saving that money in those accounts for them to, you know, turn and then create their own pension. Well, now that's, a, you know, that's a whole different scenario. And, you know, and then when you're trying to, you know, pick, you know, pick this investment or pick that investment, you know, I mean, again, that can be a high stakes game. And it really depends upon the strategy and what are you trying to accomplish with your money. And, you know, it, it's, it's really an important thing to understand what that is and, and how you're positioned with all the different risks that may come about when you're in the retirement years that maybe didn't exist when you were in your, you know, accumulation or your saving for retirement years. You know, you, ha- you have to think in terms of how am I going to get the money out of these, uh, these accounts? Are there going to be tax consequences? Do I have the appropriate, you know, tax aware strategies, you know, within my, within my planning? You know, do I do I have a way of being able to turn you know what I've what I've put away for retirement into income? You know, is it, are, am I going to be able to hedge against those risks of long-term care and and make sure that the people that I care about are going to be taken care of and that I can leave the legacy that I want to leave? You know, that those are those are important questions and we you know we really need to look at the specifics of your particular situation as to as to whether or not it makes sense to you know to try to pick this or pick that or whether it makes it makes more sense to you know to be strategic in your overall all thinking and you know and be hedging those risks that are in retirement to make sure that everything is taken care of no matter what the markets do I think it's huge Glenn uh, huge to consider both of those first questionable financial strategies that timing the market and picking the right stocks careful doing both of those uh, activities and ventures another one Glenn deciding that you'll just take care of each other if you're a couple you're gonna just take care of each other so neither of you has to go into a nursing home. I've seen some family members over the last couple of years have to, that was kind of their plan. And now that life is hitting in various ways, they're seeing just how difficult of a plan that is to execute. 
Well, it's it's quite challenging, Walter, as as everybody ages, right? I mean, you don't know exactly what that's going to mean in terms of health, in terms of strength, and the ability to you know to take care of yourself, much less you know somebody else. I mean, you can have all the best intentions in the world, but you know it, it might you may or may not be capable of doing that you know at, at some point, right? And then not only in terms of just, you know, just strength and, you know, and, and, and all of that, I mean, you, you may not have the medical know-how or, you know, or, you know, they're, they're, you know, there might be a possibility that there needs to be round the clock work, which, you know, you know, no matter, no matter who you are, you really can't do, but certainly as you get older and, you know, and, and, you know, and, and, and whatnot, it becomes much, much, much more difficult to try to do that and, you know, and, and try to take care of yourself at the same time. So you've got to really be careful about that. that. That's not to say that 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 may not be part of your overall plan. You know, I mean, maybe you know, it's like if you say, okay, well, you know, if you know, if one of us needs a little bit of help, you know, and 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 so forth, we're going to try to stay, you know, at home as long as we can, you know, and take care of each other as long as we can. There's nothing wrong with that, but you know, to to be thinking along the lines that that's your entire strategy. You know, the, you might want to rethink that because you know, you know, it, it becomes it becomes such something that potentially, you know, maybe you know, maybe really problematic. And if you're young enough and you have the ability to, you know, to possibly position a you know a portion of your portfolio to you know to maybe hedge some of those risks to make sure that you know that your that your spouse you know will have have the appropriate amount of help and be able to make sure that you know that that you and and, and your loved one will be able to be taken care of regardless as to what the situation is, you know, that's important planning to do. And it's not something to just, you know, just kind of put off and say, well, we'll be fine. You know, we'll just, we'll just take care of it ourselves. I mean, you know, th- that's kind of a natural thing. I mean, Americans tend to be, you know, you know, just you know, like, okay, you know, I'm going to take it, I'm going to take this on, I'm going to do it myself. And, and that's what's, you know, allowed a lot of folks to, you know, to be as successful as they are. But it's also important to understand what some limitations might be and that there's nothing wrong with, uh, with, with making sure that you have the appropriate, uh, you know, planning in place to make sure that, that, that no matter what happens, every, everybody's going to be okay. We're talking about these questionable financial strategies, uh, timing the market, picking the right stocks, deciding that you're just going to take care of each other instead of going into the nursing home. All questionable strategies when you see them play out in real life, uh, looking at past examples. One more example here, Glenn, guessing how long you're going to live based on your parents or your grandparents' lifespans. I mean, that seems like a natural thing to do looking at your family history. should tell you a little bit about the future and, and what you what kind of risks you may be exposed to. But why do we have to be really careful there? And, and would that be in the questionable category? Well, I mean, it, Walter, I mean, it is it is kind of, a, I mean, you don't want to hang all of your planning and beliefs on that, right? You know, because you are obviously a different person. Now, that's not to say that the genes don't matter because they do. But at the same time, they're not the entire picture, right? They're only part of it. So it depends upon your individual health. You know how you know, how healthy are you? You know, have you taken good good care of yourself? Have you you know you go to the doctor when you should? Because you, your physical condition and, and and your personal health and and decisions that you make there are you know are, are probably more important than the genes that you know the genes in terms of how long your parents or your grandparents lived again i mean that plays a role and but but you have you have counterexamples all the time where you you know i, I talk to folks when it's like well my you know, both my parents died young and you know and and, and they're already you know in, the, in their late 70s or their 80s or something of that nature you know or you know there's 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 or, or situations where hey my, you know both my parents you know lived really long and 
And, um, you know, but, you know, hey, I've, you know, I've got this, you know, condition that, you know, that I'm going to have to deal with and I'm not sure what's going to happen. Or maybe there's something that's un undiagnosed. I mean, you just don't know or something that might might surface down the line that, that you just weren't expecting. So, you know, I mean, I, I, I'm not suggesting that you completely discount it, but I also suggest that it's like every situation is different. And you need to make sure that um, that you're planning as if that you're going to live for a long time, and um, you know, and, and making sure that you know again, if it's a, if you're you know if it's a married couple that that uh, that you're that all of your planning decisions are you know are 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 in the are in the idea that you're that you're looking to make sure that you're taking care of each other in terms of the planning to make sure that you know if something unexpected was to happen, you know that you've got plans to make sure that that there's an alternative and 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 you know that your life expectancy is going to be yours and yours alone and nobody knows exactly what that's going to be and you know until the ultimate you know you know the finality of of you know the last chapters of your life and uh, i mean that that might sound like kind of a little dramatic but it, but it, but it's it's the case i mean you just don't know and i mean you know and nobody does nobody ever will um, and you know, and that's and that's probably a good thing because if you knew exactly when you were going to pass, then it's like you know you, you would lose some of that um, that excitement of life. You know what I mean? Yeah, I definitely know what you mean. Um, it's just interesting how this plays out in different people's lives, trying to figure out the best way to take care of each other, of your family members, uh, planning for your future, how long are you going to live? If we knew the answers to some of these questions, it would make this whole financial planning thing a lot easier, Glenn. But uh, that's not reality. And so we've got the plan with what we have at our disposal. And I know that this is just really scratching the surface, right, Glenn, of the kind of conversations that you have with people in the office, but also remotely. I know you're doing a lot more video conferencing and remote conversations with people. Uh, have you had to adjust how you approach those meetings at all? Because I know that these conversations are deep. You know, we, we hit some, on some deep subjects, even in today's conversation. Have you had to adjust a little bit of, of how you conduct those interviews with folks in those meetings to still make sure that you're getting that emotional cord uh, properly read in those meetings with folks when you can't be across the table face to face? Yeah, I mean, Walter, I mean, and to some extent, but you, I mean, you, you'd be surprised. I mean, you know, it, it's not as hard a transition as, as you might think, you know, I mean, I mean, think about it. If you've ever had, you know, uh, you know, you know, long or deep conversations with family members or loved ones about different things, I mean, you know, you can, you know, it's still, it still conveys, right? I mean, you know, what, with what's going on and what your thoughts are and that, and those kinds of things. I mean, and it's just, you know, it's, it's, it's just a, it's just another medium, you know, it's, it's, you know, in terms of, you know, whether, whether we're talking on the phone, or whether whether we're you know we're we're on a you know video conference or a, a screen share or something like that, we, we need to make sure that we're we're addressing things. But but you know I mean like I say with today's technology, I mean you can literally I mean you know I can I can share my screen so that folks can see things. You know we can you know we can actually see each other with you know with cameras and microphones and whatnot. And it's I mean it, it it's really you know an amazing thing with the technology that exists today is is that we can really do. You know, a, a, you know, a lot of good work, you know, and we don't necessarily have to be directly across the, you know, the, the table or the desk from each other, you know, and, and, and I find that to be a tremendously, you know, powerful thing. I mean, it just gives us so much more flexibility in being able to, you know, to meet people where they are and, and uh, you know, to help them, you know, have the things that they need to have. Well, if you want to take advantage of a chance to talk with Glenn on the platform that makes you comfortable 
on the phone, video conference, or in person, you can reach out 336-291-3535. That's 336-291-3535. And always online at roadmapfinancial.com. That's roadmapfinancial.com. In fact, there's a little button at the bottom of the page that says free consultation, and you can schedule your time to meet in person or remotely there on the website. Roadmapfinancial.com, the place to go. For Glenn Mosseller, I'm Walter Sorholt. Thank you for joining us, and we'll talk to you next time right back here on the Retirement Roadmap Podcast. 